Blessed woman of God. Amen. Praise God. This is the day. Good to see you, woman of God. Thank you so much. Amen. We praise God for each and every one of you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Call a neighbor, call a friend, let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. I'm excited about what God is getting ready to do for each and every one of you. Oh my God, this, yes, yes. Somebody ought to put it in the comment. I'm ready for my blessing today. Amen. Amen. I'm ready for my blessing today. I tell you, God is just so awesome. He's so mighty. He's so true. And he's nobody can do him like him. Amen. We bless God on today. We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarbert. Thank God for our lead pastor, uh, Pastor Steve Tarbert. Amen. And all of our pastors, ministers, you, the precious people of God. Thank God for all of our guests who have come to share with us during our worship experience. Amen. I tell you, God is just so wonderful. Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Amen. Praise God. Where are you calling in from? Where are you visiting us from? Amen. You could put that in the chat. You, we've had people, amen, from all across the globe. And so we're honored to be here with you and the honor to serve you. Amen. In this capacity. Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Well, as Lady India has stated, it's time to get into the word of God. Amen. Praise God. God is so wonderful, isn't he? Amen. Let's get our Bibles. Amen. And want to look at the book of Genesis. Amen. The book of Genesis. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank God. I'm excited. You know, look like I know it's not even a look like it is. I know God's getting ready to do something special for you, you, and especially you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Genesis chapter 28. I want to look at verses 18 through 22. Verses 18 through 22. Amen. Praise God. And uh, I'll be reading out of the New King James Version. So just in case there's a different translation that you have access to, at least you know that we're on the same block. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Genesis chapter 18, verses 26, 18 through 22. Amen. And it reads like this from my Bible. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put his head and set up upon a pillow and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city had been Luz, L-U-Z, previously. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way, that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I can come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, my God, Lord, glory to God. And this stone, which I have set as a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Can I go back there? Verse 20, then Jacob made a vow. And if God will be with me and give me in this way that I am going, give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord 
shall be my God. And this stone, which I have set as a pillow, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. And I want to talk with you from this subject, the blessing in my hard place, the blessing of God in my hard place. Yeah, the blessing of God in my hard place. I don't want to touch and agree with me on these several things as a result of our reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, and receiving the rhema word. We shall now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Amen. The blessings of God in a hard place. Amen. And I want you to understand that this lesson, and, and, and as I was listening, reading it several times, I'm like, okay, God, I see so many things in this lesson. And I want you to understand that Jacob I'm going to tell you, even when I was reading chapter 27, the verse, um, the verses there when it talked about how that even though it said Jacob was like a supplanter and which meant he deceived his brother, he manipulated. And I said, God, would you use them? How? You know, and I know that's maybe on some of your minds, like how could God use me? Um, in, in in my life and the way I am. Well, I'm getting ready to share with you some encouragement on today. Amen. Because our God, he, he, he's amazing. I'm telling you, he is amazing. And so that's why you're going to want to take some notes on today. Yeah, we'll just be teaching today. Amen. Praise God. Because I want you to see what God has in store for you. And so as we look at this particular lesson, we have here that Jacob is parting with his parents to go to Padaram, the charge his father gave him because what they didn't want him, Jacob, to marry from the women that was in the land that they were. And this is something that's very key. This is why it's important to have spiritual covering. This is why it's important to not be a lone ranger. This is one of the reasons why you shouldn't be floating around church to church hopping, you know, but you really need to be planted so you can get the wisdom and instructions from God. And so here, um, the blessing he sent him away with, verses three and four, and then his obedience to the orders given him, verses five and 10, and then the influence uh, this had upon Esau, verses six through nine. And so Jacob meeting with God in his communion with him by the way and there. So when you go from chapter 27 into chapter 28, you find here how that God had had a discussion with Jacob and letting him know, he said, look, uh, uh, I got you. You know, and because when you go back to verse 10, it says, and Jacob went from Beersheba, went towards Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place, and he tarried there all night, because the sun was set, and he took the stones of that place and put them for pillows, his pillows, and laid down in that place to sleep. Now, I don't know about you, but it's no fun sleeping on a pillow. Are you with me? A stone, rather. All right. 
and, and I never forget this. I'll share this with you. Uh, some years ago, well, more than some years ago, when I was younger, I put it like that. I had um, something called uh, the, the where babies would get like mumps and measles. How many remember that, right? But but adults, the doctor said, would get something called herpes zoster. All right, and and so what happened in that experience? I don't know where it come from or how it occurred or whatever. But all I know that I just had this itch, and um, you know, and you couldn't scratch. I had to put uh, socks on my hands so I wouldn't scratch. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, it was uncomfortable. But the point being for sharing this with you, even for me to sleep on soft pillows felt like I was sleeping on rocks. I mean, it, it, you can imagine how restless my nights were, you know, tossing and turning. And, and it was really awkward. And so, you know, when I went to the doctor and, and believe me, I was young, young, I, I probably like in my early 20s. So uh, that was a long time ago. All right. So but but so when I went to the doctor and asked him, I said, how how long does this last? He said, well, there's some people that last like several months. Uh, whoa, doc. No, I ain't got that kind of time, doc. I want to I'm a go getter. I'm, I'm a, I got to do things. And let me tell you something. I learned how to trust God, pray. And within two weeks. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Two weeks. It, it was gone. But what it did do, it left a mark. All right. So, yeah, it left the mark on, on me. And so but nevertheless, I'm healed. Are you with me? But the point being was I can imagine how it was for Jacob sleeping on these rocks. All right. It said took two stones. All right. But here's the key. Let's move back in this lesson here. And he said he dreamed and behold, a ladder set up on the earth and the top it reached the heaven and behold the angels ascending descending ascending descending on it and behold the lord stood above it and said i am the lord god of abraham thy father and the god of isaac oh my god the land whereon thou uh, liest to thee will i give it into thy seed so in other words god was telling him and this is a word I want to encourage somebody with that's watching and listening now that I want you to understand that even though you may be in an uncomfortable place, but if God had promised you a word, promised you he's going to do something for you, promised something he's going to give you, promised something he's going to do to you, through you, let me tell you, you can rest assured, I don't care what your current circumstance look like. God is going to do it. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Because why? God will bless you in your hard place. My God, is this helping anybody right here? So here he says in that verse 14, And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south, and in thee and in thee shall the, all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, look, I am with thee and will give thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of thee. And the scripture says in verse 16, and Jacob awakened out of his sleep and he said, surely the Lord is in this place. I knew it not because why can, can I just 
break this part down here for you because there are some places that we encounter in our journey, in our walk with God, some things we don't quite understand. Am I talking to anybody here that we don't understand? But it was it's like, God, where are you? I'm going through this financial challenge or maybe I'm going through this sickness or maybe I'm having this challenge or with a job or with my business or whatever. And God, where are you? Have you ever asked God the question, where are you? And so God is saying, my, 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 my God. And so here he's letting them know that I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And sometimes it becomes difficult or challenging to see God when we are so consumed with what we're going through. Am I helping anybody on today? But here's what Jacob said here. And he called the name of that place, my God. Wait, 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 let me back up. In verse 18, so when jo uh, jo Jacob rose up early in the morning, he took the stone and that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillow and poured oil, oh, oh my God, poured oil upon it and he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at first and Jacob vowed a vow and I'll get to that part there, but I wanted to just encourage you with that, how that Jacob shows us by example, that when, even though you're getting some things you don't understand, because you know, he, the, the backdrop of this lesson is that because he had manipulated and deceived and really lied to his father and received the blessing, now I know we can theologically go into, it was Jacob was destined forward and all of that, but I need to break this thing down so you can understand that sometimes we want to cut through the process. We just want to go from the circumstance right to the blessing. But but there's a process that we must encounter in order for us to have an appreciation for where God is taking us. If somebody got it, oh my God, put a comment, amen, in this section there. Amen. So we see, but what I, the other part that I want to bring up is that his vision of the latter and when I was reading this and listening to this and observing this, I said, wow, this is amazing, God. You know, where here it is that there is a ladder that's going from where he is to heaven. And then angels ascending and descending. And I'm like, yes, God, yes. Teach us today. Speak to us, oh God. And so God began to speak to me to let me know that even though you seem like you are alone, like as Jacob was here, and it seems as though it's, you're in a, a hard place where you don't quite understand, like, oh, yeah, I got these promises, I got these prophetic words, I got this word of knowledge, I got a word of wisdom, and I got a word of instructions, but what, 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 God, what, what, what's going on? My current circumstances does not necessarily a reflect or are indicative of what you're saying to me or have said to me, but here's the awesomeness of God. Oh my God. I'm just excited for somebody here knowing that God's going to come through for you. And so here, when we look at this lesson, the, the interpretation I have here is that as that ladder, that visual ladder, the vision of the ladder where angels descended and descended. Now, did they need a ladder? Probably not because they angels could fly. All right. But the main thing, God wanted to point a picture for us to let us know 
that when we are in that place to receive from God, God will bring it in a vernacular, bring it in a way, bring it in a, a, a fashion that we can receive it. So the, the vision that Jacob shares with us, that he saw a ladder, oh my God, but it said it reached the top to heaven. Is anybody getting this here? It reached the top of heaven, and so then it says, at the top, God was there. Oh, my God. God was there. Oh, my God. And so God spoke. Mm. Well, I feel a praise break. God spoke and let him know, said, I got you. Oh, my God. And God made promises. Amen. The gracious promises God made him, the impression this made upon Jacob, my God, and the vow he made to God upon this occasion, because here, here's what I want you to understand, that as Jacob is going through this, yes, he knows that eventually he's going to have to face a dilemma through his brother or Esau because of what had occurred. But God is preparing him for what he's about to go through. My God, my God, is this helping anybody? Somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus. And so here, what we see in this lesson, we find here that as he's going through, that Jacob is now like, wow, God, it, it, it took me away from the rocks, the stones I had to sleep on. You're lifting me a spirit. You're lifting my spirit right now to tell me that you have not forgotten me. Woo, my God, my God, you have not forgotten me. And so this is what is so key for us. And then it was this, this is the other thing you need to understand, that it says that Jacob, the, the stones he laid upon, watch this, the scripture says, he poured oil on it, oil, oil, are y'all with me? He poured oil on there. Watch this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then it says he poured oil on top and he called the name of that place what? Bethel. So in other words, he changed the place from being a place of hardness, a place of where it, it does God care about me, a place that has he forsaken me, a place where God, maybe I experienced some challenges. Maybe I was in between decisions. I didn't know which way to go. But here he changed. He said, no, 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 no. The devil's not going to deceive me. I'm going to go and receive what God has for me. My God, can somebody give God a praise right there? Oh, my God. So he says this. So he, he named the place Bethel. Bethel is, was important in the Old Testament for geographic and religious reasons because of its abundant springs. The area was fertile and attracted to settlements and first supported a city around the time of Abraham. Today, the village of Benin rests on much of the ruins of Bethel. Watch this now. And so Bethel became a prominent border town between tribes and the two kingdoms later, religiously, Bethel served as a sanctuary during the times of the patriarchs, judges, and the divided kingdom, hence was a second only to Jerusalem as a religious center. Oh, my God, because see, entering Canaan, 
Abraham had built an altar at Bethel. Oh my God. Oh my God. But what does this mean to me, preacher? It means that what God is doing, that which the enemy may meant for evil, God's ready to turn that thing around and make it for your good. See, the enemy wants you to feel as though God is forsaking you, wants you to feel as though that God is not answering your prayer. By the way, he's trying to even say to you that God doesn't even hear you, but the devil is a liar. So in this dream, in the dream, the Lord confirmed the Abrahamic covenant and Jacob responded by renaming this locale, which was previously called Luz, to Bethel, the house of God. Oh my God, is this helping anybody here? And so as we look at this here, we see in this vision here that how that, and this is amazing, that as Jacob's spirit is now lifted, are you with me? As is lifted, and after he saw his vision, he was like, oh my God, I know God with me. And he says here, it shows us when he saw that ladder reach from earth to heaven, the angels going up and coming down and God himself at the head of it, it represents the providence of God by which there is constant intercourse kept up between heaven and earth. This let Jacob know that he had both a good guide and a guard and the meditation of Christ. He is the ladder, the foot on the earth in his human nature. This is what us and we as believers have access to. Because how do we get revelation from where we are to heaven? Jesus. My God, we get revelation from Jesus. And that's why Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be with you through every circumstance you encounter in life. So we get a fresh revelation from Jesus to let us know that he got us. Oh my God, because Christ is the way. All God's favor come to us and all the services go to him by Christ, John 1, 51. By this way, sinners draw near to the throne of grace with acceptance. In other words, don't let nobody hold you hostage by your past. Don't let nobody cripple you and have you think that God can't use you. Oh my God, he lets us know that once we get saved, once we accept Jesus as our personal savior and follow him as our Lord, my God, the heavens even the more open up to us said we can call upon him and he'll answer us and show us great and mighty things to come, which we know of. And so by faith, we perceive this way. And in prayer, we are approached by it. It's in the answer to prayer, we receive all needful blessings of providence and grace. We have no way of getting to heaven, but by Christ, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can enter in except they come by Jesus. If you come by any other way, you come as a thief and a robber. Give me, because I've been hearing that scripture for years, reading this scripture for years, and some of you probably saying, what does it mean if I come any other way I'm coming as a thief. If you're trying to make it off your mama's salvation, off your father's salvation, off your pastor's salvation, then you're trying to get there another way. And you saying you're trying to steal. Are you with me? I ain't gonna go too far in that one, but he will never leave us until his last promise is accomplished in our everlasting happiness. In this text, God 
make uh, Jacob feel comfortable. He spake from the head of the ladder. Jacob is reminded of the promises that extend from his grandfather Abraham and his father Isaac. And, and, and this is so amazing that the Messiah should come from Jacob. Christ is the great blessing of the world. All that are blessed are blessed in him and none of any family are shut out from the blessedness in him, but those that are shut out to themselves. In other words, you know, I, I just love this part here because why? There's no other religion that's going to give us access to God on high. Yes, there are religions that give you access to their gods, but it's not a God in heaven. There is no other God in heaven. I'll say it again. There is no other God in heaven, the highest any other human can exalt a pseudo God, a false God is in the earth realm, but our God sits high, looks low, holds the wealth of the world in his hand. There he says in the book of Isaiah around chapter 45, there is no other God like me. No, 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 no. My God, he said, I will not leave thee. When God loves you, he never leaves you. My God, I got to go. I got to go. But here I want to close you with this. Jacob's faith, he trusts that God will be with him and will keep him. He depends upon it. He, In other words, like in Psalms 23, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. If I lean to the left, goodness is there. If I lean to the right, mercy is there. My God, I got the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct me through all my path. That's why not only should we be saved, not only should we get sanctified, and I know we don't hear that talked about too much in church now about being sanctified, but in John chapter 17, said, Father, thy word that you've given me, I've given it to them. The power you've given me, I've given to them. Now sanctify them, O God, with thy truth. Thy word is true. So we get sanctified, not by man's opinion. We get sanctified, not by how people feel about us. We get sanctified by the word of God. That's why you need to study the word of God, not just read it, study. He told Joshua in chapter one, he says, as long as you meditate on my word, both day and night, you shall have good success and you, you, you shall make your way prosperous all the days of your life. My God, if you believe God's going to give you a breakthrough, put breakthrough in the comment section because I believe God is the God of breakthrough. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're faced with. You can feel as though your back is up against the wall. You're between a rock and a hard place, but I'm here to prophesy to you, to let you know that God's giving it to bring you through. Matter of fact, all the wheels are in motion. Everything is set because according to God, the word is already done. My God, I feel a praise. I feel a praise. When we receive more than common mercy from God, we should abound in gratitude to him. This is what Jacob was saying when he poured the oil on those stones. He was showing God, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. We started in the month of January with just writing down up to five things or five things or more. 
or what you're grateful for in a day. I have not stopped. I looked at my notes. I was into day 46, amen, and 45 and 46, just thinking what I was thanking God for because when you have a heart of gratitude, it just makes ways to move for you to receive from God more readily, more easily. Have I got a witness here? Because why? When I can think of the goodness of Jesus, the old saints used to teach her, and what he, all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him for saving me. My God, anybody besides me got something to thank God for? Yes. I've been in hard places, yes, but I've seen God move. My God, oh my God, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ. My God. Oh my God, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. And what I love about this text also is that when you saw, when it describes in the scripture about that ladder from earth to heaven, and then God speaking the word, I recall a lesson that I read about Smith Wigglesworth. Someone may say that the preacher, what is supernatural faith to Smith Wigglesworth said it was noted that Smith Wigglesworth, when he would minister healing, oh my God, and deliverance or speaking into someone's life encouragement that said that he will pull on the faith from heaven to connect with his faith here on earth then suddenly he would experience a supernatural miracle. Someone may say, give me a word. Well, Matthew 16, verses 16 and 19 goes like this. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And verse 18, and I say, also to you that you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, my God, get ready to run, get ready to run, get ready to run. This is awesome. Watch this. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. My God here, my God, my God, and said, this is what I want you to understand that God got some amazing things and said, you know, Apostle, how can I have this type of faith that will revolutionize my thought process? Well, I'm glad you want to know for inquiring minds want to know as I'm getting ready to close. Uh, you must realize it's time to change the pillows. No more worrying. No more useless tears. No more pulling your hair out. No more getting ulcers. Oh, for you do not, who do you not like? Oh my God, no more wasting time with folk that don't want anything out of life and have no goals or aspirations. But when you give your life to Jesus, for God I live, for God I'll die, I'll let nothing or no one stop me, prevent me from fulfilling the purpose plan. 
Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. GIVELIFY. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Cash App. Dollar sign Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096, and the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.